This podcast is brought to you by Score Foundation. Hi, my name is George Abraham and welcome to Iway Conversations. My guest today is Milton Lance, who is an entrepreneur based out of Bangalore. Hi Milton, welcome. Hello George, how are you doing? Good, good. So, uh, entrepreneur, people who are visually impaired uh, seldom are seen as entrepreneurs. So what uh, prompted you to get into entrepreneurship? I I kind of liked the idea of running the business always. Um, and, you know, like I uh, had this dream of, you know, setting up a business and, you know, for building it up myself. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's that's majorly what, I don't know, I always had the dream. That's the main thing. Uh, also, I studied business in my college. So, yeah. So when you uh, dream of having a business, uh, it's also important to know how to start it. Uh, they talk about the business plan and uh, they talk about the capital required. So what's your story there? Right. So uh, right now what we are running a music school, that was never my idea when I started. So uh, I I wanted to set up a business. I didn't know what kind of business I had to start. So I wanted, I ran through a lot of plans and ideas and uh, I nothing actually uh, started off as uh, I wanted. Then I was, uh, you know, like uh, after college, probably after two years of college, I joined uh, uh, school as a music teacher. Uh, so where I was teaching uh, music. Uh, then I, you know, like as a music teacher teaching in a school, you know, like you always have enough time after three o'clock, right? So we, I used to have a lot of students coming in for our music lessons from me and that number slowly increased and now then that is when i thought okay if i have to uh, you know like i can make this as a you know proper business and that's how i started when you say you were uh, you became a music teacher did you have any kind of formal training as far as music was concerned or it was just year and passion uh, yeah, I had uh, formal training. So I uh, studied drums uh, for, uh, you know, like uh, when I was in college. And even after college, I used to practice a lot. Uh, I, the two years, the interim period before I joined the work and, you know, once I left college, I used to practice, say, eight to nine hours every day on the drums. Um, so, and also I've taken, I had taken up some examination by some UK boards, which is like the graded exams, uh, which I uh, cleared. So I had those certifications as well. Yeah. I had formal training on that. Yeah. So what was the, uh, the graded schools from, um, England? Was it the Trinity school or what was it? Yes. Yes. Uh, in around 2008, 2010, you know, Trinity was the one in India, which was very popular. So, yeah. So I did it, did my grades, all my grades, which was still grade eight. Uh, I completed uh, from Trinity in, in drumming. 
and also i was very interested in teaching uh, as you know like i used to watch your if <coughs> you know i used to uh, see youtube videos and learn as well because you know only the syllabus if you're learning you don't progress as as much as required so i used to watch a lot of uh, youtube videos and you know a lot of dvds uh, lessons and stuff so i always used to you know like very strange but you know instead of imagining myself uh, playing like the person who is explaining i used to imagine myself as the person who is explaining the concept so i was always uh, you know uh, very uh, very uh, uh, passionate about teaching uh, things so uh, yeah so that's how i think uh, you know i enjoyed teaching more than so performing you, itself so you sound like a born teacher <laughs> probably so uh, which was the school that you taught in and uh, as a person with a visual disability uh, were there any challenges when you were trying to teach a class uh right so uh, i uh, joined as a music instructor in balwin boys high school in bangalore which is a pretty well known school yeah. um there uh, yeah i you know like it was good to get a job at that point of time because i was very uh, anxious about the career and uh, you know um, as usual like what will happen next kind of anxiety so yeah once i got a job yeah definitely it was not a smooth road in itself because you know like uh, i was not expecting to uh, be put in a class of 50 students of you know 8 year olds <laughs> and ask them to teach singing yeah so uh, because i i cannot sing uh, or play any other instruments to the level where i can actually teach uh, so yeah it was a little difficult but uh, i bought this up with the management and you know it uh, it it was considered partially and you know i i continued there for four years though but uh, you know like whatever it was you know difficult time i feel that was the stepping stone for me to you know like uh, progress into uh, my own setup you know uh, it's easier said and done saying that to say that you started a business it'll be interesting to know uh, what were your uh, initial steps uh, you know if you could just graphically kind of maybe go through your initial phase till you got reasonable number of students coming to your music school yeah uh, so how how it worked was i was working in a school and uh, i i was not teaching uh, anything outside i didn't have my own practices uh, when i started there but once i was uh, you know like uh, uh, practicing drums in the lunch time and one of the uh, some of the ninth standard 10th standard boys those days you know the facebook era so they took a video of mine without my knowledge and posted it on facebook yeah so and that after that i got a lot of calls on uh, asking to teach drums i was playing something nice so so i got a lot of calls uh, asking me to you know teach them some concepts and stuff so that's how, that's how it all started so then uh, you know like i had to get an electric drum set which my mom uh, you know uh, got me then and uh, a small small room uh, probably i think 10 by 10 room uh, where i started teaching one on one sessions 
that's how it started and uh, me being you know always uh, uh, you know like i always am a person who uh, was interested in business i did everything which uh, i can to increase the numbers like post it on google you know facebook page and you know those days it was much simpler than now because not many people were posting you know like ads on google and stuff like that so then slowly it kind of grew like that so what is the uh, school called where is it set up in bangalore and uh, is it just drums that you teach at the school or are there other areas of music that you cover yes yeah, so uh, so when i started uh, it used to be called as the drum school bangalore with milchan then slowly when the numbers starts started increasing and a lot of people started coming the place was a little dingy i wanted to put it on the main road uh then i discovered that you know the rents on the main road will not <laughs> be covered if i teach only drums then i had a lot of friends who uh who used to play other instruments as well so uh, i uh, got a space on langford road shantinagar uh in bangalore so then we renamed the drum school bangalore to the music school bangalore and uh, started variety of instruments like drums guitar keyboard violin vocals piano we have saxophone clarinet flute trumpet all range of western instruments including cello and stuff like that uh then in 2015 16 we started off with uh, full time programs i think we were one of the uh, very few institutes in india who started uh, full time programs one of the first to do it uh so that was in 2015 this was a non accredited programs without any accreditation we just had like a full time program running um then in 2019 we got the accreditation from uk uh, uh for vocational qualification where we are still running uh diploma programs at level 3 level 4 and level 5 basically level 3 extended diploma would be uh equivalent to your uh, a levels in music that's like your 12th standard after 10th if you do then we have the first year bachelor's program which is level 4 uh, which we call the undergraduate diploma in music production and composition then we also have associate degree program which is the second year bachelor's degree and we are also running some uh, training program or credit transfer programs with universities uh, outside wherein after 2 years of diploma here they can uh, go out to australia or you know other countries uh, and uh, <coughs> get uh, their bachelor's degree uh, by uh, you know completing their uh, remaining term when you evolved as a drummer uh, were you uh, giving performances were they solo performances or were you part of a band yes i mean like that's a part of any musicians journey i guess so i have uh, been in bands uh, i have also done some solo performances here and there uh, the uh, you know but uh, nothing worked out as much as a band because when you are uh, in a band uh, you know you're always depending on you know another four or five people uh, yeah. to be successful so and to get those four five people's bond uh, and everybody working you know in that same wavelength and working hard to you know uh, so it's 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 very difficult and i i figured that it would uh, be too risky <laughs> to do that full time um so i 
and as i told you i was always very passionate about teaching so uh, this was the right thing for me to do uh, and right now i'm hardly teaching as well so i'm mostly managing stuff i teach very very few students as part of the coursework that you do in your music school uh, are there performances that you do for the people of bangalore yes yes we do uh, some performances we do uh, annual shows and stuff like that we ha also have a full fledged recording studio here uh, where we uh, record our students uh, performances and uh, put it on post it on youtube and stuff you can check it out in our uh, on our youtube channel we are also coming up with a label which is called tmsp records uh, where we will be releasing uh, uh, the original songs composed by our students and some of the uh, uh, you know artists so what is your uh, youtube channel called if somebody wants to kind of log it's, in uh, the music school bangalore and the label is basically an acronym of the same thing yes uh, yes label is tmsb records which uh, currently we are uh, releasing uh, the songs are uh, finalized it will be released in mid december you have an eye condition uh, which you said was stable but what exactly is this eye condition how much is it that you can actually see uh it's called uh, star guts macular degeneration star guts central vision loss so i use mostly my peripheral vision to see and how much i can see i'm not very sure i don't have anything to compare <laughs> so yeah uh, uh, yeah i i am not very sure on that friend like how much i can see or you know how to compare but my papers say uh, i think it's 80% vision loss if you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness please share the iwe national toll free helpline number 18005320469 the number is 18005320469 how did this impact your studies meaning how did you manage your schooling Oh yeah, that was quite a story. Uh, so uh, obviously, I mean, when we were studying, uh, the uh, most of the lessons were taught on the blackboard. Uh, so I, which I was not able to understand, and but I used to just listen and you know like grasp things. Uh, and also, the examination was a, a task, and writing down notes from the blackboard was an issue. As long as they dictate, I could write it down well. uh but i think after my high school i could write it down but to read what i have written was an issue so so uh, uh you know i used to either ask someone to read it for me if i have to study or uh, i remember my mom used to get you know like this really big font uh, font size um, uh you know font size printouts of the notes which actually didn't help much but yeah i mean like it was fine good enough for me to pass the exams with a scribe in 10th but yeah um, it was quite a hard task like i till my till my college ended i think uh, uh, that was very difficult but after that i what i did was i i, I made my uh, whatever i do i 
make it comfortable for me say every, right now the technology is improved a lot so you can you know like take a picture of something zoom in to the extent you know like uh, zoom in so much that you can see it so it will reduce your speed of reading but yeah i think uh, it is still it still works so you've essentially been using magnification rather than screen reading yes uh, screen reading is something which i run away from it gives me a headache i mean like it reads things which i don't want to hear so especially on on the uh, on the pc or a mac it it kind of reads everything because sometimes you already know something is on the right something is on the left you don't want it to say that say if it's a document and i want to read that document then i use uh, you know some text to speech i just copy into that and then ask it to read for me how old were you when uh, you realized that uh, there was something wrong with the eye uh i think that was around when i was in my second standard uh when you know like things were uh the education was getting a little more serious uh wherein we had to you know like write down things and we had to you know read the textbook like english book so so that time i was like a little uh, it was a little difficult to read uh, in front of the class and you know like read in the speed which the teacher expects uh, so yeah that's when i think we went to a, a doctor and then they were trying to figure out what's wrong with my eyes for one year if i'm not wrong <laughs> and then finally uh, they diagnosed me with this condition so when you realized that this was a long term Uh, challenge uh, how did your parents and uh, people around you kind of respond to you uh my parents yeah i think i was too young to know uh i am sure they would have been very uh, <laughs> sad about it or they were thinking you know like what to do next um, but yeah i mean like i uh, for me i i know i i think i mostly went through the flow i was always having that fear of like uh what what will happen what will i do next you know that fear was always there in me but i i never but but i always had the confidence that i would do something well to support our work with the blind and visually impaired You can visit the donate page on our website www.scorefoundation.org.in Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in Milton uh, you are married so how did you actually run into your wife and uh... all oh, right uh, so when i was in i think uh, in my uh, high school um, so i used to go for martial arts like uh, we both are black belts in karate uh, so i met her in my in the uh, karate class in fact so uh, yeah that's where we met in the class and then we were good friends for um, quite some time i think i met her when i was in 8th uh, standard and she was in 6th since then we are like friends uh, for 2 years 3 years and then yeah that changed into a, it's a high school love story 
changed into a love, you know, a relationship which uh, carried on for a long time. Uh, and then we got married. Do you still practice your martial arts or it's a part of history? Yeah, it's history now. I mean, like we don't practice both of us, but but yeah, I, I, I love to work out and stuff. I still go to gym every day. Um, I love swimming. So for doing something like karate or uh, whatever martial art you were doing, how important is your eyesight there? Uh, it It is. I mean, like especially when you are uh, close to another person like you know like when you are sparring and you are close to another person if they're really fast in what they do if you want to uh, judge their body language uh, either you have to be like really fast to respond or you should already know what he's doing right you should either recognize say if it's like if somebody is kicking you like so you should either recognize he's going to kick you uh, in advance so that you can move out if you're slow or if you're fast even if you recognize at the end moment your reflexes has to be really really fast so that at that end moment you can block it so i couldn't do the first thing so i was doing the second thing i was pretty fast in uh, things yeah so um, so which means that the eyesight is quite critical yeah at, at some at some level it's not very critical i don't know like uh, it didn't hinder me for, from anything. Like, you know, it was difficult where you know, if some movements has to be start from like, you know, 20 feet distance or a 10 feet distance if the teacher is telling, okay, you have to do more like this. But you, you can always figure it out. Look at the next guy who is doing it and then, you know, do it. So that never, uh, I don't see there was an issue for me. While sparring, maybe a little bit here and there, Sometimes I couldn't see like, okay, this person came and punched me on the face and I didn't know. So, so yeah, but it's not very critical. I mean, like you can definitely do it. It's just you need to practice. See, there is always another way around is what I feel. Like if, if you cannot do it the way the other person is doing, there is another way which you can do it. So you just have to know uh know what that other way is and figure out what that other other method to do is so your wife uh, what does she do is she a professional or she's a homemaker or she's into enterprise herself yeah, she is uh, uh you know she has studied uh, mtech in electronics and communications so, so she is partially homemaker she's also starting a uh, she also have started a, a business of her own. It's, uh, you know, packing and reselling of uh, coffee, coffee powder. It's called Urvi Sattva. It's on Amazon and Flipkart. They're selling. Yeah. You know, Milton, normally when I speak to somebody, you know, there's a section where I do ask them, what is your passions or what you, what you do in your free time? Uh, and and uh, there are people who are interested in music and so on. Your profession is music. So I was just wondering, <laughs> do you have any other passion that you do in your free time if you have any? Right. As I mentioned, I love water. Mm. So I do like to swim a lot. That is one of my passions. I mean, music, it is, but you know, like I'm always in, in that. So I cannot call that as my hobby now. It's a profession. So, and I also like sailing, you know. <laughs> So, as sailing doesn't require uh, license, <laughs> so no. And and if another 
boat is coming in front of you it's it's huge anyway you can see it and it'll you know you can see it from quite a big distance you can take a turn so me and my wife both sail uh, so yeah so that that is one thing i'm very passionate about is sailing and ocean and water swimming anything you you say with water i'm very passionate about and the open waters basically well uh, milton uh, thank you very much for sparing the time i know you are in the midst of uh, preparing for a travel uh, but i appreciate the fact that you're given this time wish you the very best and uh, looking forward to catching up with you sometime sure i wish ye roshni ka karwa this podcast was brought to you by score foundation ka karwa